guys. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3, Safety Technology. And I have my main man here with me, Mr. Jeff Hopkins. Um, he's the VP of Safety, and it's a, a couple other different departments that fall up on this title. Um, but Jeff, you know, Jeff, Jeff, come here today to talk to everybody about how safety technology has evolved over over time. Jeff, thanks, Nick. Uh, yeah, I've been around a while. I came to work here in '96, so <laughs> I, I go way back. So I can tell you about how several things have changed. So thanks, thanks for listening, guys. I uh, want to talk about several areas uh, in cab technology that we have, things outside the cab, and then also some things that states are implementing that change the way we do business. So uh, first of all, start with in cab. Uh, probably the biggest technology change has been event recorders or cameras, as we call them. Uh, those have come on the scene in the last 10 or 15 years, and, and they've really changed with the technology the last couple of years. Um, you know, they record inward facing, outward facing, depending on your status is, is how they're set up. But uh, the, the more recent cameras uh, utilize artificial intelligence. And so they can detect things with your driving and things in the environment that you need to be aware of. And they give you coaching, verbal coaching in the cab. And so that's very important, you know, because we want you to be the professional driver, the best guy that you can be. And so, you know, being coachable and, and listening to that and responding to it is important. Um, a lot of times in the situations with the camera, uh, if we're involved in a crash, more times than not, that, that video exonerates us. So, you know, a lot of times at law enforcement be on the scene, they see that we've got a camera in our truck, you've got a story that doesn't coincide with our story, and so law enforcement will say, well, let me watch the video. And so mm -hmm. there's a process we go through to do that, and uh, a lot of times it exonerates us, so mm -hmm. it's really good. Uh, GPS is another big area, and I really want to hit on that. Um, you know, back in the day when I first started, uh, I was working with a fleet of drivers, and so when drivers needed directions to a place, we had some in the system that they could request and it would come to them. Uh, the more professional drivers kept a notebook, and yeah. they kept directions to the same places that they went. They would open the old notebooks, would be ragged, you know, and they'd open them up and uh, look up the, the place where they had went, you know, five, ten years before, and the directions would still be the same. Uh, well, with GPS, you know, the notebooks kind of went by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And so now you program in where you're going, where you're, you know, it knows where you're at, and it gives you turn-by-turn -turn directions. But it's very important with GPS that you use the GPS that's on the RAND, which is a truck GPS. That GPS knows truck routes. It knows bridges and capacities. If you use your cell phone or you use some other navigation device, uh, it doesn't know those same things. And so, uh, unfortunately, I've seen some guys get themselves in some bad situations mm -hmm. following a GPS, but it's not the truck GPS, and it's not a RAN GPS. So utilize the GPS that's in the truck, and you can't go wrong. It may, it may not coincide with a cell phone, but just use your cell phone to talk on through your hands-free device, and that's it. Don't use the cell phone GPS. Uh, 
Another thing outside the cab is uh, the Bendix fusion system, which is on most of our trucks. So uh, uh, those systems have really come a long way to uh, to mitigate collisions and things. You know, they have radar that looks out and they, they look for things that could be imminent collisions. And so they will assist with braking. Some of them will actively brake if you get too close. So you really need to maintain your proper following distance and speed. But, uh, you know, you have that extra uh, measure of safety that's there to help prevent uh, a rear-end collision or a collision with an item that's in the road. So, you know, we're very thankful to have that technology, and I think it uh, is very helpful. Uh, another thing I'd like to talk about is uh, some things that the states are implementing. I've been to some safety meetings recently, and we talked with the uh, Alabama uh, law enforcement folks about what they have, and I know other states may be even further along than what Alabama is, but uh, there's devices out there that detect uh, underinflated or flat tires. They're called tire anomaly detectors, and so some of those are being set up uh, at way stations at different areas, and so if you drive across that, it's going to alert them that you have a tire on an axle that is underinflated or flat. And so as, uh, as these, you know, state investigators are looking to inspect trucks, a lot of times they have manpower issues just like any business does or just like, you know, us in the trucking industry. They want to make the best use of their manpower. So they don't want to stop trucks that don't have any issues and inspect them. They want to make the roads safer. So they need to find the trucks that have the issues inspect them and get those issues fixed so if you're driving along and you haven't done a proper pre-trip and you've got a flat tire on your truck or your trailer or it's underinflated, uh, they're going to find it when you go across one of these things so it's critical that every day and every time you swap trailers you check that equipment and do a proper pre-trip mm -hmm. um same thing with brakes. Uh, they use these devices called thermal imagers. It's very easy. They walk around the truck, and they shine this thing on the hub of the truck, and if the brakes are operating properly, it shows, it shows a visual uh, heat signature, and it'll be a certain color. And so temperature range, is, if it's normal, it's very easy for them to spot. If it's not normal, it's very easy for them to spot. So they know immediately that you've got an axle that's out of adjustment and then they can inspect that. So states are using this technology to be more efficient in finding violations and better at finding violations. And so until we get technology on the trucks and trailers, which ultimately, you know, we will, but right now you're the technology. So you have to do a proper pre-trip and you have to record any deficiencies you find on your DVIR. You know, we monitor DVIRs and, and, you know, what, one of the things that we look at, if there's been a period of time where you haven't reported any deficiency, that's a red flag for us because we feel like over time you're going to find something and it could be something that you fixed and you need to put that on your DVIR and you put that you fixed it. So that way we have a record of it. But, uh, you know, it's critical that you do this. Your fleet managers probably talk to you about it because, you know, we, we look at it every day in the office. So, anyway, lots of things have changed. Uh, 
e-logs is another thing else the last thing i'll mention you know i've i've kind of been around through the implementation <laughs> of that you know guys used to have to try to get their logs you know turned in you had 13 days to get your logs yep. in you know and and you know we'd have log violation letters we had to send out and coach people on you know doing doing proper hours of service but uh now with the uh, elds you don't have to worry with all that i yep. mean it's automatic you have to certify your logs but you know everything's just push button right there in the cab it's very easy for you to do it and you just got to follow the rules and, and do it properly but uh it's, it's easier, makes life easier. So anyway, that's, lots that's, of change. Yeah, yeah, a lot of change, a lot of change, and that's awesome. And I don't want to overshadow that by talking about anything else, guys, because that is very important information. Um, it helps keep you on the road. It helps keep you making money. So make sure you pay attention to this podcast, and if you need to save it and, uh, you know, rewind it and kind of listen to this again, then do that because we're just trying to help you help yourself. Uh, anybody that want to see this podcast, you can find it on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or any other social media uh, site that's out there. And to any driver that's looking for a truck driving career versus a truck driving job, go boy.